Welcome back, everybody, to the Relegation Station podcast brought to you by Connor Dugan and Kyle Barks. Today is our third podcast. We have an awesome podcast per usual. We have a match day 16 recap for the Premier League. We have an interview with our buddy Kiko. Um, This is an awesome interview. Kiko comes to us from Italy, so he talks a lot about growing up playing soccer in Italy. He played for some of the large uh, larger clubs in Italy for their youth academies. Then he talks about coming to the U.S., playing soccer here. He talks about a lot of the cultural differences between the United States and Italy. Uh, it's a pretty co- funny conversation, I would have to say. And then we have a couple announcements real quick. Kyle and I are still working on our schedule for releasing podcasts. It looks like right now you can expect a podcast every Tuesday. And as we transition into a two podcasts per week schedule you could probably expect it to come to friday um we have a kind of a weird premier league schedule this year just a lot of games being played in january and february and then we go back kind of to a one game per week basis so i think you can really expect us to have a podcast released every tuesday and then ideally every friday um second announcement for you guys, this is going to be really important. We'll make another announcement on our Instagram, but a new segment that we're going to replace the phrases of the week with called the 12th man. Um, this is where we want you guys to send in your opinions regarding coaches, players, and clubs to us. And at the end of every episode for about five minutes, we're going to give you our feedback on these opinions. Uh, we just want to get you listeners involved and uh, give you our takes on them, and then you can respond to you know, after you hear our takes on your opinions. Um, But yeah, I think that'll be really interesting. And now a message from our sponsors. Our friends at Win Your Moment. Win Your Moment is a clothing brand that makes moments matter. Win Your Moment provides stylish athletic wear from pants to shirts to hoodies to whatever your athleticism needs. Win Your Moment is blessing our fans with a chance to win some new gear at a discounted rate. I promise this is still happening. All you have to do is get two friends and yourself to subscribe to our podcast and follow when your moment on instagram at when your moment well let's get to it This week, we had our match day 16, middle of the week games, only eight games after Tottenham Fulham was canceled due to COVID, and then Man City versus Everton, that's a huge game, was canceled also. To start us off, we have Crystal Palace versus Leicester City, finishes 1-1. Yeah, and Crystal Palace, they haven't won their final league game in each of the last nine seasons. I don't know how important that stat is, but... (laughs) I guess right before January first, they just—they're certain they're certainly not going to win the game, um, and we see that here. Obviously, finishes one-one. They actually played pretty well. Uh, Leicester City in third place and Crystal Palace in fifteenth. This is a game that Leicester City should be winning, um, but they don't get all three points here because Crystal Palace played really well, and Zaha looked like probably the best player of the world I've ever seen in my entire life in this game. Um, he was phenomenal. He's kind of been quiet this year, so uh, he had an expected outbreak this game, and he played very well. Yeah, and I also think you can add in that Crystal Palace did play well, but Leicester City also didn't field their best team possible. Um, That's gave right. Vardy a little bit of a rest. They played a lot of games in the last like week, a little longer than yeah. a week. And then uh, Ihinacho. That could be just completely Ichinano. wrong. But he, yeah, he was uh, in Vardy's place, and he actually missed a penalty in the 18th minute. So oh, really? That could be the yeah. difference in the game there. Yeah, that definitely is the difference in the game there. Um, yeah, but overall, pretty even match, I would say. Um, yeah, I think uh, Crystal Palace, they're eight minutes away from getting all three points, which would just be a huge three points. If they could get three points against Leicester. But the man, the myth, the legend – Harvey Barnes smashes one into the back of the net. The man's unstoppable. 
Um, He's a piss is, rocket machine. Yeah, that was a. Uh, it was another one, honestly. It was well struck. That's uh, two goals in two games for Harvey. Uh, moving on, we have Chelsea versus Aston Villa. Finishes 1-1 as well. Um, yeah, Chelsea looked pretty good, I would say, in this game. They had quite a bit of chances. Pulisic played pretty well. Really wanted to see him see the score sheet this game, but he didn't. Olivier Giroud bangs one on a diving header. Um, yeah, I think Aston Villa is just a really like I think they're a really good team. I think everyone's yeah. like saying like, "Oh, when are they going to like go away?" Mm-hmm. I think they're really solid. Like they have Traore, El Ghazi, McGinn, Louise, and then obviously Jack Grealish, um, who's kind of the ch- the cherry on top. And they like they can cause some serious problems for teams. And they did against Chelsea today. I mean, or yesterday they caused loads of problems and it was honestly pretty evenly matched game um i think chelsea had the better of the chances but yeah i i think so too i agree with that they I think, could have uh they, they stayed right in there with them aston villa they look dangerous at times as well yeah i think aston villa is kind of becoming one of those teams where like like the top teams really don't want to play them because they, yeah it's kind of like a wolves. threat of losing points yeah. to them yeah i was gonna say like we'll get to that soon but yeah wolves are kind of in the same position as aston villa yeah. or they were really yeah last year and a little bit this year yeah moving on arsenal versus brighton the gunners snatched three points in a 1-0 victory massive result this backs up the win against chelsea i know it's against brighton bottom of the table but um i think it puts arsenal in the right direction going to the new year now they're i think they're six points behind chelsea and they've played the same amount of games so uh they're not in too bad of a spot now yeah and i think this kind of backs up what you said on the last podcast that um the chelsea win bought arteta a few game few more games and i think this this will get them at least another couple months maybe i don't know they yeah i mean if they can win games now. then yeah yeah nah, they they look they looked good i think brighton looked pretty good too i don't necessarily think like i could have saw this being a 1-1 draw um, because a key moment I picked out was in the 36 minute, Bernardo on Brighton missed an absolute peach. Like he should have absolutely struck this in the back of the net, um, bared it six feet under. But he, uh, I don't know, he just should scored. Yeah, he just absolutely sure. messed up. And then I think standouts from Arsenal Saka is looking awesome. I mean, yeah. the guy's oh, 19 soccer. years old. I saw a stat. I think he's had 15 assists in the last two years, which is like the top in all of the top five leagues in the world for a teenager. Damn. Yeah, that's so awesome. he's a uh, yeah he's gonna be a good player for Arsenal. And he he's creates, been yeah, he creates he's been their best chances. player last two games. So definitely, yeah. yeah. I think they're utilizing him really well. Okay, moving on. Southampton versus West Ham finishes zero zero. This is a classic eye bleeder match. We're hoping <laughs> no one watched this again. Um, Please don't watch. Literally, like I had to go back and watch highlights of this game, and I watched 12 minutes worth. I'm not really sure what I was trying to pick out, but the one thing I did see was Danny Ings scored literally one of the most beautiful solo, not really solo, but he scored a really nice goal that was ruled off sides. Uh, poor Danny Ings, the former Liverpool player. But Danny Ings. What a player. Yeah. Great player he is. And then uh, also in this game, like, Theo Walcott, like, had, like, a shot. I don't know, like, 25 out. It was, it was an absolute rip, but the keeper saved it. Would have loved to see that thing go in the back of the net. Yeah, so I think Southampton was knocking on the door here against West Ham, but we have this as the, the classic eye bleeder of the yeah. week. Um, and you just hate to see it. <laughs> yeah. And then West Brom versus Leeds United. Um, this is the relegation Batman, Sam Allardyce's West Brom side versus the people's team of Leeds United. Leeds absolutely kicked the shit out of West Brom 5-0. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, West Brom fans are expecting a lot more after going out and tying Liverpool the week before. They're thinking, wow, Sam Allardyce is here. We're back. We're not going down. Leeds bust through the door, score four in the first half. And they just had their foot on the gas the rest of the way. 
get another one um, in the second half. And they looked really good, honestly. Yeah, and um, Sam Allardyce hasn't lost consecutive home games by three-plus goals since 2007. So I guess a good thing for the West Brom fans that it shouldn't happen again for another 13 years like the cicadas. So um, (laughs) (laughs) unless Sam Allardyce is not a cicada, then... (laughs) <laughs> in trouble, but I believe he is one. Um, another takeaway: Jack Harrison, the Leeds, uh, the Leeds player. He played at Wake Forest for a year, a couple years ago. Now he's scoring goals on the Prem. He actually scored in this game. And for U.S. men's national team use, this guy potentially could play for the United States. Um, I think one of his parents was born here, and then one oh, was really? born in England. So he could be a he could be in the pool. Um, I don't really know what Burhalter thinks, um, and I don't know if they think he's ready or what. But he could be in the pool. Good player. All right. Um, next game we have Burnley oh, no. versus Sheffield. <laughs> I think you could probably guess result. Burnley wins one nothing versus Sheffield. Um, just to start us off. Kyle, what do you think the lowest amount of points in a Premier League season has been? Oof. Just guess. I think maybe like 18, 19 points, 20 points probably. 20 points. Well, I looked it up, and the answer is 11, and that was by Derby County in the 2007-2008 season. And looking forward, I'm actually going to be betting the under for total points for Sheffield season. Um, I think they're going to crush this record. I think they might get up to five points, which would be shocking. Let's make this clear to the listeners. That is 16 games played, two points collected for Sheffield United, sitting in 20th place. Two points through 16 games. I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, I mean, they can't buy points. Um in the 27th minute, they actually almost scored. I think it was off a no corner. Way. But, yeah, there was a goal line clearance by the Burnley defender. Changed the absolute tide of the game. Sheffield lost all hope. Everything went down the drain. And then Burnley came down not too shortly after that and scored. So I think, I think Sheffield's gotten to the point where if they can see the goal, the game is over. I mean, that was the oh, 27th yeah. minute. But they have to be thinking to themselves, like, we will not. Like, we're, well, we certainly won't win the game because we haven't won, won all year, but we're not going to draw this game. And they're looking for draws right now. Yeah, and I think if they score first, then they're like, okay, like, we'll walk away with one point. Like, they're like, we're not going to win. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, we're not going to win. Like, we'll but concede like, at some point throughout the game, but yeah. we don't win. <laughs> like, we'll at least give up one goal, probably. <laughs> I, think, I think Sheffield United needs Sam Allardyce. They need, they need the steamboat in there. They need the Titanic part. <laughs> They need all those vehicles, large vehicles, parked right in front of their goal so they don't concede. But Sheffield, yeah, I think got to get together. I think they need more than Sam Allardyce. <laughs> <laughs> they needed Sir Alex Ferguson to return yeah. and coach them to at least one victory in the season. They need some, they need some tough guys in there that just are like, you know what, forget it. Like, we got to get out of this relegation zone. We need yeah. to stop losing. We, they, need some tough, they need some tough leaders in the locker room is what they need. Yeah. Um, next game we have Manchester United versus Wolves. Manchester United wins one nothing. Uh, yeah, I mean like this was a really even game. I saw Rashford yeah. stole three points from Manchester really United. Game. It should have just been a zero zero draw. It wasn't really would that would have even been an eye bleeder. Honestly, it was a pretty good. No, game. It, yeah, it was a, I think it was a really good game. Wolves are they're always dangerous. Um. I think they just switched off, like, literally there was, like, 40 seconds left in the game, and McGuire smashes a long ball, and Rashford had probably the best touch I've ever seen in my entire life to bring it down, scores. It was a a massive deflection, too. Like, the ball went the absolute opposite way of where he was aiming from. Um, Pogba was back in the lineup after, like, two weeks, I think, so... Him and Montage. Yeah, I think uh, I think he's still on his way out uh, yeah, in, the, yeah, in this January too. portal, but um, they had to play him because they've had so many games recently. Mm-hmm. And then, but I think he's on his way out. Tehey looked really good in that this game too. Um, yeah, a lot he's of been really inconsistent. Blessed. I mean, he's yeah. taken a lot of criticism the last couple of years, but he did look pretty solid against Wolves. Yeah, 
Our final game of the week. This is a shocking one. Newcastle versus Liverpool finishes nil-nil. Dude, what is Liverpool doing? Was this an eye leader? I don't know. Yeah, Liverpool looked sluggish. They oh, looked no. very, very sluggish. They look like they're in a little bit of uh, funk. Um, they can't really... I mean, they're obviously not completely healthy. Everyone's taking nicks. Everyone's missing games. They're playing a lot of games. But I don't think you can drop four points uh, in the last two matches like they have done. Um, it's just not good enough when you're when you're the past champions. Yeah, I have a take that they're actually intentionally letting clubs back into the title race. <laughs> so it's not a blowout like last year. So it's a little more yeah, fun for their fans. They I could be wrong. Barn. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see. I'm not really sure who they have. I mean, what's up. changed in a full week? You know, they won seven nothing about eight days ago, and they beat Tottenham, and then, who were and then, yeah, like, supposedly so, won the Premier League in December. I think I watched the uh, I watched the Klopp interview after the game, and he had a very good interview. He was talking about he was trying to keep some positivity in the club. I think they had like played decent and you know that again in that game against um newcastle they got tons of really really good chances that that, that they normally score yeah you yeah. know normally uh uh mane firmino and salah that one of them will score so i mean they're unlucky they're unlucky not to get three points yeah they were game. nothing they short did have, of they had some chances. really good yeah they had some really good chances but the fact that they didn't get the three points is kind of shocking good. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's good for the rest of the Premier League, but yeah, yeah. Well, that wraps up our match day sixteen recap. Um, we will now head into the Kiko interview. So yeah, stick around for that. Welcome back, folks. We are in the studio with Kiko. Kiko, how are you doing, man? I'm good, boys. I'm good. So excited to be here with you guys. Haven't seen you guys in a while. So good to be here. It's been a minute yeah. for sure. Where, where, uh, where are you right now? How was your holiday? Christmas My holiday has been interesting because I'm in Milan, Italy right now. And uh, we are in a full lockdown. So yeah. let's say my holidays have been in my house. So that's definitely not the answer that you were expecting, Kyle or Dugan. What, was the, so, what does full lockdown mean for Italy? Full lockdown means that you can't leave your house, literally, unless you have a permit. Like, for example, I need to go get groceries or I need to go to get a medicine for my grandma, stuff like that. And if you get if you get caught without your permit, that's a 5,000 euros fine that I wouldn't be happy to spend. So I'm staying in my house. That's yeah, so doing. I have a follow-up question to that. Let's say, how, like, what's the process like to get the permit? Like, you have to, I mean, come on. You have it's to gotta request. be, like, pretty quick. Okay, you so you have to, to request, and how long? How long could that take? No, it's a, it's an immediate thing. Like oh, okay. everyone's on point here. Like it's it literally. Okay, I didn't know it sucks, if you were... but it works very well. I mean, let's say, literally, I need groceries. I can't prove to someone that I need groceries, but the way it works is that the permit allows you to go from your house to the closest grocery store. So if you're and out that, of that, like, how'd you say uh, that, that route? Yeah, that yeah, route. So you gotta go like straight yeah. there. Yeah. And if you're out so of if that they route, catch you on a if they catch you on a weird road that like maybe it's not the fastest route they're gonna be like nope. hey what's going on nope. here yes sir uh, also it was snowing the other day boy so wow we were we haven't been in snow for so long and we had like a foot of snow I'm like wow Jesus wow that's a lot of snow yeah we weren't we weren't waiting for it but we did the best awesome. out of it me and my yeah. buddies came here we built an, an uh, how'd you say igloo like a house of house <laughs> yeah, of an snow igloo. Yeah. Yeah. An igloo, yes, yeah. that's what we did hung out in it. Good old tea. <laughs> Good old tea in it. Oh, yeah. Awesome. All right, Kiko. Um, just because some of our listeners don't really know you, um, I guess if you just want to explain, like, where you're playing soccer right now and maybe give us a little brief um, overview of your career thus far. Yes, sir. So, as Kyle, I don't know about Dugan, but I started pretty early playing soccer. I started when I was – Four, maybe four or five and of course I was here in Milan the US came very a lot later but I was here in Milan started playing in my 
the closest team to my house. Started playing with my cousin. When I was nine, I went to AC Milan, and uh, I did all my youth there until I was 14. After that, they just decided I wasn't probably good enough. Whatever it happens, you know, you just you're still growing. So they find people. You're unfortunately you're a number for them. You're just a, an amount of money. So they just sold me to someone else, and I ended up leaving when I was 16 years old. I left, and I went to Verona, which is two hours away from where I'm from, and uh, I stood there for four years. Had the time in my life. Then I got. Unfortunately, soccer in Italy is uh, very political, and there's a lot of recommendations behind it with agents, and there's a lot going on that I'm personally not a fan of. Sure. And my contract that I had with them, because every time you're, when you move, even though you're not getting paid, you're still part of a contract. Uh, my contract expired, and when they when it expired, they just didn't decide to renew it, and. I just got screwed over. I ended up going on a third division team where I wasn't happy because I thought I was better than that. I wasn't being cocky or anything. I just felt like I was better. And Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, of course, you guys know if you want to be the best, you got to think you're the best. So sure. I felt I, I was better than them. And after that year that I had, I was asked money to pay. Like, they asked me to pay to play. Oh, no. So I... So I was uh, like, yeah, you know so you're what? going in the opposite direction of really what you exactly, wanted. Exactly, exactly. So then so that, like, that kind of wrapped that up, and then you were kind of open to whatever option. So I'm assuming I was like, someone from I, Belmont. I just got a an awesome offer from Belmont University, where, is, where I'm playing right now with Kyle. And I was like, you know what? In Italy, you can't do soccer and play professional and study at the same time. How about I accept this offer and go to the, the other side of the world and figure it out yeah that's awesome what all these i know it's a it's a different thing because it's a, not a lot of people would do it you know just leave and go by yourself to the other side of the world but for me it's working well and i'm i mean you guys know it i i, I it's easy for me to adapt in every situation so like i don't yeah. need to be i don't have i don't i don't need something to go to someone else unless i have soccer i had soccer that's what was driving me to go there I didn't even know where Nashville was. I didn't know anything about the U.S. I, I, I went to the U.S. Yeah. when I was a kid with my parents, but I, I mean, I don't remember anything. Yeah, yeah. And they told me, oh, this offer Belmont University, Nashville, Tennessee. So in terms of like... I turned to my parents, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm moving to Nashville, Tennessee. And they were like, where's that, where's that at? I don't know. Like, I got no idea. Yeah. Where Where's the uh, like language barrier come in? So you studied English in school... So when but I was, I was lucky because were you fluent? Fluent? Me and my brother and all my cousins, our parents decided to send us to send us to a, an international school here in Milan. We have four or five international schools here, and I I think it's probably the best way to invest your money. Send your your kid to an international school where you can just learn another language. So I was basically I grew up learning two languages. So the moment I had to come to the U.S., you know, in every school in the in in the U.S., you have to, if you're an international student, they ask you for a TOEFL or SAT or whatever. And of course, if if your English is not good, you don't meet the requirements. Like Belmont, they required a specific number for the TOEFL, and if I wasn't fluent, I probably wouldn't even and come to Belmont. And what's the TOEFL? What's that? Is that the like it's, international it's it's SAT, an, ACT yeah, thing? It's no, it's not ACT. It's different. It's just a an English test. Oh, okay. Where they test your English, there's like a listening, speaking, reading. Writing, I did not know whatever. that existed. Yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was easy. It was not. Gotcha. I well, think jumping into a little bit of soccer now. Obviously, you're going through this. Uh, you're going through a little tough time with a little injury picked up. Yes, sir. Twenty fourth of June. Tore my ACL. July tenth, surgery. We're talking today. What day is it today? December thirtieth. One hundred seventy days. One hundred seventy days. One hundred seventy days. Know, what, what's that with. journey been like? What have you learned? What are you gonna take away with you? I mean, I had never had any type of injury. 
like in my call it career, whatever it is. Never had nothing. Always seen, you know, it happens. Yeah, you know, through through the years, you see a lot of players, and unfortunately, I saw a lot of players who had torn their ACL or had bad injuries. Yeah, I was always watching. The moment it happens to you, you're just like, damn. Yeah, I've done everything right because I'm yeah. not, I'm not the type of person who likes to screw up his opportunities. And the moment it happened, I was like, wow, I guess. I f at first, I felt like I just didn't deserve it, you know, the first few days. But then you're yeah. just like, you know you what? feel bad for yourself. If, yeah, if I have then to you're... cry on it, it's not the way I act. Like, I have to react. There's no, I'm yeah. not going to stay here and watch. Yeah. So I started prehab straight away before surgery. Then after surgery, I had some amazing teammates that helped me through, you know, the post-operation. Because, of course, I don't have any family in the U.S., but I mean, it was tough. I'm not gonna. Can it's we not, throw in I'm the fact that you were uh, sleeping on a couch? Yeah. Oh yeah, I was sleeping for the Kyle's first house. month after surgery. I was, I was sleeping. I was sleeping on Kyle's <laughs> yeah. house. On, uh, Due to some COVID protocols, he couldn't get into his his yeah. dorm at the school. Yeah. Uh, so he was on he was on our couch fighting the first the day after surgery. He's on the couch. One month yeah. straight. That's where you want to be after a day after, after I was playing Warzone with. And I'll tell you what, he was he was, <laughs> yeah. he was tough. The forty third regiment was forty third regiment was tough and strong. Warzone. I wasn't running, but I was running on the I was running on the on the Warzone. I have prison to port, no problem. Like you know, short distances, <laughs> short distances. But I, I had to deal with it. Yeah. I, I dealt and, with it. And what what did now you're 170 days in your about let's say 10 days away from hitting the six month mark which is a huge mark congrats well, they say the it's always thanks bro that's awesome it actually means so much because like i mean you've you've seen it out of you guys of course barks has went through the he saw me fight through it like yeah. the entire process him training and i was always there you know just watching and doing my own exercises and he saw the daily improvements which are massive achievements but i mean i was if they told me six months ago i mean it just felt like it flew so fast though if you think yeah. about it barks wasn't yeah, it? it did go it did go by fast like shit it's, like six months yeah. bro wow so kiko are we thinking we're gonna see you banging in balls on the back of the net this spring bro i hope so i hope so i just because they're telling me that i'm gonna be clean, probably clear by january 10th which oh, is yeah. when i have the I think it's the appointment, but we're just trying to, you know, maybe leave it a, a month and a half more just because, like, there's no – we didn't have a season. Yeah. We still don't there's know no if rush. our season is going to happen. Yeah, no rush back into it. Yeah, and if this season's going to happen, still, no, it's, it's pointless for me to, you know, rush through it because yeah. I'm not going to lose any eligibility. I'm, it's really just for the – for, for our sake, like the, for the team, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. You might as well just take your time, work your way yeah. back into it, get yeah. that thing strong. Even though it sucks, because I know how I am. I'm, yeah, you're going to want to play. So it's gonna I'm, I'm going to want to play, but, back. Yeah. but whatever. It's going to be for yeah. my – I don't want to, you know, be back now, and then two years from now we're going to talk about another surgery. No, I'm not Definitely. trying to – It has to be a one-time thing. That's it. So, you know? Kiko, that sounds like you're – Probably you're not your favorite memory in your soccer career, but what has been your favorite so far? My favorite memory from my soccer career? So we played, I'm talking uh, 16th of February, 2015. That, that shirt. And um, we were playing the final of a huge, probably the, the most important tournament in, in Europe. And we were playing against Inter, which was crazy because imagine we played against Ajax. We played against PSV Eindhoven. Like we played yeah. against a, a lot of teams that were that were nasty, and no one was expecting us to, you know, get to the final. And we got to the final. Just the the journey through it was in, was crazy because we were in Tuscany for a month and a half. And was this a youth tournament or is this this is a youth? Yeah, tournament? it was a youth tournament. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. it was a youth tournament, and um, uh, we just. Got to the final, and then we lost in the yeah. final. But the the entire journey was yeah, amazing. Yeah, it sick. was like the highest level youth tournament you could play. Yeah, in no, league. we like, played. You know, it was in the sure. stadium. It was probably like fifteen thousand people. Jeez, outside of like the youth World Cup. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably up there. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. No, it was. It was. The thing is, what was so interesting is that 
no one expected us to get there. And you know, when you see a team that's like the underdog, not expected story. to be there, yeah, we just like wow, how everyone just started looking at us and like wow, why are they so good? Yeah, that we just fought through it, smashed everyone. That's awesome. Great memory. Yeah, and we had the. That's when we had the keeper. I don't know if you you guys follow Serie A, the keeper of uh, Atalanta, Gullini. Yeah, he's like the yeah. He's uh, the the first keeper for Atalanta in Serie A. Gotcha, gotcha. Like, That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I followed a little bit uh, when you were watching the Serie A highlights. Yeah, but it's, not really like, too much. Just we focus so on the Premier League. <laughs> on the Prem. And <laughs> great league. And yeah, now he plays. Uh, he played against Liverpool a couple of weeks, like and the uh, Atalanta yeah. Liverpool. I remember month oh, and gotcha. half or whatever it was. Cool. Insane. Insane. And I know, so you, you mentioned that you were part of the uh, AC Milan Academy. Yes, sir. Is your, is your favorite player, did they ever rep that shirt, or were they elsewhere in the world? Who's, your, who's your, been your favorite player throughout your career? I would say the one that I grew up watching was Ronaldinho. Of course. Which, you know, it's so much fun to watch, but I would say right now, uh, I don't think I have one favorite player. I would say there's like, you sh- you should have the, probably the right question would be who's like for every position who's your best player, you know sure. like who's your favorite center mid, who's your favorite yeah, yeah. winger, who's your, cause like Neymar, bro, what are we talking about? I know you like. Neymar. I know Box, you don't like him, but he doesn't. We're talking, he wouldn't fit into my best. A I know he. I know he wouldn't. But for me, bro, I don't think there's has been a a better. Te- we're talking about tech technical abilities. Yeah. I don't think Ronaldinho was up there, but yeah. I think Neymar is better than Ronaldinho. Technically, damn, like, that's a hot take. Bro. Wow. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I'm just I, saying. That's a that's a discussion on. So, but of course, Messi's the best. Dive in the into that, like, but yeah, they're both. I both have to. I have to say, good. Messi, in my opinion, is the best. Player. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, by far. There's no. I you don't need, you don't admire, need any flair no, or anything. No, just no. I admire Ronaldo because commitment. Yeah. He's got everything. Like, the story he's a, a full on athlete, like hundred yeah. percent. But if we're talking about like messy, we're talking about like something that you can't just you can't you can't build. That's something you gotta, gotcha. gotta be born with. You know what I'm saying? Do you like having Ronaldo in your home league? Uh, yes, but it's just Juventus is just too good. Like yeah. too good. Like it's just too good for him. It just Wait, compared to it? the other team leagues in Serie A, Juventus is just too high compared to the other. Like there's Juventus no, top there's of the league, league right now? No, they're not. But they're not. I just yeah. think like, top of the league. I'm gonna look that up right, right now. Milan is, and uh, Milan. I think Inter's yeah. tying. But I mean, they're up there. But yeah, if they're you, in six right like, now. So are you pulling yeah. for? Are you pulling for uh, any other team? AC Milan right now? No, you, I don't. You want them to win the league now? You don't I, want them to. I wish, but AC Milan has lost too much. Like, I remember the AC Milan team when we we're talking about, you know, Kaká. We're talking about Nesta. We're talking about Maldini. Two thousand five Champions League. Pirlo, yeah. Champions League. We're talking about Pirlo. We're talking about Shevchenko. Jesus. You know, yeah. Inzaghi. That's we're talking about some players that are just like, you can't. Too good. That's now you I grew just up watch, watching. Uh, yeah, you grew up watching just, that powerhouse of a team. I grew up with like doing, literally ball eleven ball. legends on it. Yes, bro. Like I was ball boying when Ronaldinho back um Pato, remember? Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> and and then I'm just watching it right now and I see Castillejo who came from Spain. Like who is this? Pato had to be like really young. Like he had to be like 21 he was seventeen. Or something. Seventeen. Oh, yeah. Teenager. Like really he was seventeen. Young. In two thousand nine he was seventeen and <laughs> this guy, bro, I remember his first game against Napoli. I was nine. I remember watching because they had to wait for him to turn eighteen because he was he was he's not Italian. So I don't know from like a matter of him being not. I think legal Italian, issues. Yeah, yeah, they had sure. to wait for him to be eighteen. The week he turned eighteen, he scored two goals against Napoli. First game, boom, just like that. Sure, whatever. I wish my, I wish your career I popped like off that. like that. Oh my god. Yeah. I think this is um, a fair question, but we have Kiko right now on FaceTime with me and Kyle uh, while recording this, and Kiko is eating some snack right now, and I have to know what it is, and you have to explain it. So we're talking about uh, straight-up Parmesan cheese. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> I know, chips. It might sound disgusting. <laughs> no, bro. It might sound disgusting, but 
I'm not kidding. You and know how little slivers of Parmesan cheese. That's yes, what it is. I, so when they cut it, you know how I wish I could show you guys, but here I Parmesan have it for the Americans. I can explain it. I think, and you tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. Let's think of the uh, Green Bay Packers, the cheese head. They wear that cheese head. Okay, so that's the yeah. block of Parmesan. Yeah. And then we're going to thinly slice it, and then we're going to put very it thin, into a bowl. Like very thin. We're going to put it into a bowl, and then that would be the bowl that Kiko has in his hands right now, and he's eating out of. I Literally, mean, it comes in a snack but, cup. Like, and they give snack th- cup. these things. This is what our players, like what we were given to before, before a match, right? Before a game. They give you this, prosciutto, you know, like the ham that I Yeah, I, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's raw prosciutto, ham for those yeah. that don't know. Yeah. That's like so, they put on pizzas. What, do they, they don't yeah. put them on sandwiches. Our, our pregame meal is very different to the U.S.'s pregame yeah, meal. Yeah, I mean, we would be – so you're talking about pregame meal. That's normally when we eat some, like, pasta or chicken. Pasta we and chicken. eat pasta, and then we eat some prosciutto with this, with Parmesan cheese, and then a, a small piece of, like – Crostata, it's a type of cake. We're very small, very healthy. And you're ready to go. Gotcha. In the U.S., broccoli, chicken. Chicken is still alive. They forgot to kill it. <laughs> 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 like, like, oh, my God. How about you guys kill it before you put it on my plate, buddy? Like, before you cook it? <laughs> like, bro. Oh, my God. This thing is still moving. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, one question I've been dying to ask about is the uh, World Cup. What oh are you, what's your memory of that World Cup? 2006, were there nine, maniacs on roofs, nine. cars, so in the sewer won. system? I mean, like, just tell us what's going on. <laughs> I was nine, so you got to think. I, I wish it was now because we would just, you know, I would live it in yeah. a totally different way, but. You, it would mean I just d- a bit more. Oh but, like, you God. did know so it much more. when you were nine. You know I, what it meant. I did, yeah. but, like, asking to my parents, they were like, yeah, you're happy, but not as much as everyone else was, you know? Yeah, of course, you weren't, like, my... ripping your tarp off and waving around. Yeah, I'd be Maybe crying if I was now, right? But I was nine, yeah, so yeah. whatever. But I just remember people on cars, just standing on cars with huge flags going around. There's no rules. Literally no rules. So, like, in America... In America, we have this uh, team in the NFL called the Buffalo Bills. I don't know if you're acquainted I, with I them. Mean, I heard, I heard about it. Yeah, I'm not very they like light themselves on fire and jump through tables wow. and stuff. So like, yeah, no, everyone. But it was, was a little bit here. different than that. But everyone was normal here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no one was jumping off a roof here. Yeah. <laughs> I tip my cap to the Buffalo Bills and their their yeah their crazy antics. Fans. Yeah. Oh so like, what That's is crazy. the biggest difference in? soccer now um in the u.s and between between the u.s and italy i would say italy specifically uh the soccer is very much there's a lot of tactics behind it you know as everyone knows Serie A is a very defensive uh type of soccer right sure yeah and i would say the u.s soccer is a lot more physical but by physical i don't mean like you know mean tough i mean like that too, but also, I think it's faster. It's there's a lot less tactics and more like uh, being stronger, being faster, being there's a lot less talking and more acting. You know, sure. You know, for us back home, you know that throughout of the week, you know, you're training six times a week. You're doing the first two, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, you're just training. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you're thinking about the other team. Yeah, and how you're going to kill them, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, and I guess another thing for college soccer is you could play a game on Tuesday and a game on Friday. Yeah, no, that doesn't Saturday, happen back home. It's, that doesn't happen. It's on the weekends. Yeah, it doesn't – it, it or, didn't used to happen. Now you can play twice a week here, which is like – I think twi- twice a week is fine. Is it sometimes like midweek it will be like a cup game and then on the weekend it will be like a league game? No, no, it happens sometimes even like sometimes. two league games. Yeah, gotcha. no, it happens. Especially now because, you know, they got to – there's they lost catch a lot up. of time with, uh, yeah. with COVID, so they got to catch up with a lot of games. So they're trying to get it going. Yeah, because usually it started in August, and now and this year it started earlier because it ended before. So uh, it was gotcha. it was a it was a shit show. But and I think into like formations, like I think every 
or not every, but a lot of like youth teams in the U.S. will want to play like four three three, like Barcelona did, or you know, like they are like oh four three three, we're playing that because that's what Barca did in two thousand twelve, and they were so. Wait, what's your guys' favorite formation? I'm asking you guys a question now. What's your guys' favorite formation? Um, you just have an idea. Four one two one two. One, two, See, that's, that's the best on like... FIFA. That's why I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Wide, though. Wide. I think I play a 3 4 2 1. 3 4 2 1? Is that? Is Not that bad. Mine is a 4 2 3 1. 4 2 3 1. Gotcha. 4 2 3 1. I like the idea of having like two holding mid that can like, you know, alternate, but not too like, not too Pirlo type of players, you know, not too very static. I'd rather have like. Too, like you, Kyle. A little more like Iniesta kind of player. Like, <laughs> I'm no Iniesta. <laughs> I'm trying to say that you, you move more. Like a very uh, that you're a, you move. You're not a static player. Yeah, yeah. Sure. JP, yeah. our other so Kyle is a center mid at our team, right? Or Belmont, our other center mid, which I'm saying hi to. Hey, John Peter, if you're listening, to this can't wait to fight with you. Um, but. Uh, he's also a center mid, and he's a little more static than Kyle. Yeah, we play. Yeah, so we we complement each other. Yeah. I like the this this thing of having like two players that can like rotate. Two smart players. I like smart players. I don't need uh, someone that runs into a fence. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, like there's always the players on a team that run into a fence. <laughs> don't be the guy that runs into a fence. Don't be, don't be that guy. But yeah, four two three one. With a ten, gotcha. And then uh, diving into another sport that you guys play there, is it paddle ball, or is it just paddle? Paddle. Paddle. It's just paddle. No paddle ball, because I know paddle ball is a thing here in the states. Paddle. There's there is paddle. And can you please explain to everyone what paddle is? Because I've seen a couple videos of this. Let's see if my English on at some point. So I would consider it a type of a tennis. Kind of. Yeah, it's played but on a tennis with, court with a net. But it's sure. sm- shorter. It's shorter. Smaller. Like it, okay. It's sh- smaller, like both thinner, and like it's it's shorter, and it got it has like walls on on all sides. Yeah. So imagine the out of bounds lines, like in the rectangle of the court, are like walls that are like I would guess eight feet tall. Yeah. Like tall walls. Yeah, and it, it works and the like, same way as, like, If the ball goes outside the walls, like, you're allowed to go out the exit, run around, <laughs> hit it up into the air, <laughs> and hit yeah, it back hard, over. It's hard to explain. Which is, like, some of the most... Yeah. I mean, if you guys get some time, it's look up Paddle, because it is P-A-D-E-L. one of the most insane games I've ever watched in my life. Yeah, I know. It's, it's played it's by fun, maniacs only. <laughs> it's, very, it's become very famous in Spain. Like, very yeah. famous. It's awesome. So, it's like it's actually really cool to watch. Kiko, what was um your biggest culture shock coming to the US? My biggest culture shock. Uh, uh, this is not my biggest, but definitely the one that shocked me the most. It's you guys putting pineapple. <laughs> not, the <laughs> not the biggest, but the one that shocked you the most. Yeah. This okay. is pineapple on pizza. It's a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> pineapple on pizza pineapple. It's an insult to my country. <laughs> You guys have pineapple. There? Well, Kiko, I'm here to argue. No, pineapple I can't, I belongs this. Like, on no, pizza. No. <laughs> yes, it does. You want me to end the this? pineapple? Dude, it tastes <laughs> so good. I know, but it doesn't fit on pizza, bro. What like, are you they're two different. Like does. you're ruining a pizza with pineapple. What is I, your ideal pizza then? So. Pizza with prosciutto crudo. Prosciutto crudo, margherita. Kyle, your Italian sucks. Oh my god, I try to so, teach you, but <laughs> I'm like as American. I'm just an American guy. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a true American guy. Like I You're don't, true I American. can't, I can't Most throw definitely. in the, I can't spin a Spanish R. accent. I can't like, ro- I can't roar my R's like, <laughs> you know, like it doesn't come off. Oh, well. <laughs> I can't do that, but um, Italian, I also... Can you please say perro? Perro. 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 Perfect. <laughs> exactly See, no, but if I say it in English, perro. 
and everyone <laughs> understands it. Everyone understands it. It's yeah, nice that's and clear. Not, yeah, it's not <laughs> Spanish, though. Perro means dog in Spanish, but you say perro. Perro. So much better than that. Okay, so what else was like a big shock to you coming over here? Uh, oh, my God. Talking soccer-wise, the – how do you call this? The – the effective time on soccer that there's like the ball, yeah stop time. time what the fuck? also the overtime overtime <laughs> <laughs> also come on overtime. they play overtime and they would play overtime in champions league games yeah in the final in the semi-final no, no, in the, no, when there's 20,000 people watching it's tied on aggregate if, from the round of 16 on if it's tied on yeah, aggregate yeah I mean yeah when there's 20,000 people watching yeah so you no, would rather no. just draw than score that yeah, goal I mean, and absolutely I mean, I, rub the I, I would fans. not. I, now I would say no, but imagine my first time. Oh first yeah, you're time. Probably oh, yeah. The shit, probably like, no, I had no idea. Over? I had no idea. <laughs> oh, so did you? Would, so explain the no, first no, game I, that you guys went to overtime. I had no idea. We're talking <laughs> about in the locker room <laughs> game. No, we're taking no, your it, was, it was funny. It was like we were playing against San Diego State. Uh, yeah, San Diego, no, San Diego University in Bel- in Nashville, and it was probably. 175 degrees. <laughs> it, was, it was on fire. I was burning. And uh, I remember we t- we were tying 1 1. Whistle. I was like, oh my God, thank God we're done, right? I walked to the referee, ready to shake his hand. He's like, why are you shaking my hand? I was like, I thought we were done. He's like, no, it was overtime. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, my so bad. So did you, Sorry. when immediately you're probably, you're probably not thinking it's golden goal either. I had no idea. I had to right. ask. So did no someone, so, did someone score? And then you're also like, it's oh, the 10 game's minutes, over. Right? It's 10 minutes. And we tied, but. Uh, I think it is 10 minutes. It's 10, 10, two, two, 10 minutes. Two, two 10, 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay, two, 10 minutes. But yeah. yeah, no, I was not expecting that. There's, I don't know. Food is definitely the biggest shock in general because it took me, I'd say, a month for me to get used to everything. Do you have You'll a be surprised. Water. I, you, I had to get used like to water. Food. Uh, gotcha. Oh, yeah, it's not, it's not sizzling. Do you have a favorite American food? Ooh. Mm. I don't know. I feel like here there's so much. I mean, sorry, here. Talking U.S. In the U.S., there's so many Mexican restaurants. But I'd say... I, I know you guys had this argument already, Chipotle over something else, and I say Chipotle is pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, Chipotle is pretty like good. Chipotle. It's fresh yeah. ingredients. The chicken yeah. is still alive. Chipotle is typically yeah. They forget good. they 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 sometimes like they kill the chicken it, sometimes they be, don't. It might be killed there actually. I don't feel like it's alive. Yeah, but the rice. The rice is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the, rice the rice is always is a big question. My bowl yeah, the rice is, the rice is always a big sh- question mark. Show coming, trying to come out at me, trying to fight yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. like, the, the rice is always a big question Definitely. mark at Chipotle. You never know if, if he's. If okay. the, and then I have a, I have a follow-up food question. Hmm. Is there a pizza place you've been to in the United States that is up to standard? To the standard you'd find in Italy. Uh, so you have to consider that pizza was born in Naples, so in the south of Italy. So the pizza we have here in the north, I mean in the north, is different compared to the south. So there is a, p- a pizza place in Nashville called Bella Napoli, which means nice Naples. And that is a, that's a true south uh, true southern pizza. And would you scale Bella Napoli as Italian? Average. Yeah. No, it's pretty. Good. It's a good pizza. It's a good. Pizza. It's an average pie you get in Italy. Yeah, yeah, hundred okay. percent. Yeah. Cool. I know. I know a lot of people haven't been to Bella Napoli, but you could look it up, see some reviews, see what it looks like. Nice. And from our conversations on Xbox, I've heard a lot of talk about pasta being made in your guys's house. Yeah, is, sir. Does yes, Kyle sir. know how to make pasta? Or Kyle, Kyle learned how to make pasta now. Yeah, he, I he think, knows how to make it. What do we I do make wrong? a very proper dish now. Yeah, I can give him a big, a, a good nine on his oh, pasta nine. abilities. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Thanks, bro. taught him pretty but, well, I, I think. But huh? I'm not making like a special pot. I'm not making like a fettuccine or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, pasta. We're athletes. We have to eat healthy. Uh, you can't be expecting too vodka much. You got, sauce. Vodka sauce is not bad. We discovered it this summer, remember? This summer we discovered it. Yeah, it's good vodka sauce. It is good. What about your favorite activity to do at home outside of soccer? 
Uh, in Italy, in Italy. In Italy, uh, when with with or without COVID. Without COVID, without, and without with COVID. COVID. Yeah. So with COVID, I'm on. I have to train. I have to train. So anything that is COVID in in the COVID protocols, me training. I don't know I might sound like. Yeah. Let me just let me say this. Outside of training, soccer, lifting, that sort of thing, what are you going to do? Where's it going to take you? I know you're locked and you can't leave like 200 yards from your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, right now, the best thing I can do is just try to cook with my mom, I guess. Sure. I'm trying to, you know. Because this is your your first time home in how long? In a year. In a year. I haven't been home in a year because, you know, as soon as COVID happened, I went to Miami. To one of our teammates' house, he was kind enough to shout out Papo. Yeah, shout out Papo. ¿Qué dice? And uh, yeah, I mean, without COVID, we uh, in Italy there's this thing where when you eat, you just spend so much time there. So I t- I told Kyle, I talked to yeah. him as well. They're, dude, their eating yeah. is like our hanging out. Like they yeah. eat. He's yeah. explaining to me how they eat and like. They get a new dish brought out to them like every thirty or forty minutes or something, and these meals basically, take like three yeah, hours, basically. and you just like yeah. hang Damn. out there. Yeah, because right? literally, literally, your night goes. Like if you think about it, like you sit down. We eat a lot later, so let's say eight thirty. You sit down nine. You sit down. You stay there until eleven thirty, and you guys are in bed at eleven thirty. There's no nothing happening. Yeah, yeah that's right. Also, going back to. The, the cultural differences the your idea of pre-gaming wow oh for parties interesting very interesting. <laughs> why is that i enjoy it i mean it's it's uh it's fun yeah, you get your, yeah it's uh, a good com- time you u.s americans are a lot different compared to italians what are you like your is the Mm-hmm. Is it like? Is it like what you saw in like movies and stuff? Like has no, the, has your no. college experience the, the, been the, like what you saw in movies or no? <laughs> no. I think my so the idea that Italians have of Americans is always the American Pie. You know the movie? Hell yeah! yeah <laughs> Great so, movie. <laughs> so so um, you know I went to the U.S. expecting I wasn't I, I didn't come to the U.S. to party of course but I mean. We all have off season, so yeah. you like to yeah. hang out. You like to go out during your off Meet season. New people. Yeah, and yeah. I think I didn't have that experience because of you know our university is a lot less. It's not state school, put it that way. Yeah, it's and, a little bit smaller, a little bit stricter. Yeah, yeah. yeah because so, we're in the heart of Nashville, which is kind of yeah. nice. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely Nashville is beautiful, but I was, I think, compared to uh, IU, for example. Yeah. I think you guys have the American Pie kind of stuff, you know? I mean, yeah, definitely, like, we have some aspects. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's we have nothing. Than, yeah, we have nothing world. related to the to the American Pie kind of stuff, but it was, it's fun. I like it. It's a lot It's a lot different. Like, you guys are crazy compared to us in a different way. Like, we're cra- <laughs> we are crazy as well, but I think you guys sometimes are just, wow. Yeah. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> Do you guys, like... Like what is what do you guys drink there? Like I, I know like oh, we, Italy uh, loves wine. So the most the most yeah, I don't know. Wine is when you go to like dinner. But no one if if you ask someone what they would drink to get fucked up, we're not talking about wine. Like girl girls might drink wine. Yeah. But guys drink either gin or I don't know, very gross stuff. Sambuca, yeah. I don't know if you guys heard of Sambuca. Mm-hmm. It's there's a lot of gin and tonics going around. Like, gotcha. a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't want to sound like an alcoholic because I'm not. <laughs> <you know. laughs> nah. I think you're going to be okay. All right, Kiko. So, I know you don't think Americans as a whole dress too great. But yes, me as an American, I think you guys dress very properly, like, all the time. You think, so, like, I think you guys are, like, like, very dressed up. I think it's, like... That would be considered dressing up here. And that's just kind of your guys' normal wear. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yes. Uh, uh, first of all, coming into this topic, I have to say there's very, there's not a, a lot of good news for you guys. 
like if we're going through this path of fashion, there's not a lot of good stuff coming for you guys. But talking about fashion, yes, I agree. There's a uh, the idea, especially here in Milan, capital of fashion. There's, uh, I think, the culture of just always being dressed. It's not fancy. It's just always being dressed like properly, as if I feel like when I go to my cousin's house or when I go to my grandma's house, I could go straight straight to a uh, an elegant dinner not elegant but like a, a good dinner nice. like the way I dress doesn't change unless I'm going to like I need to put a tuxedo on stuff like that but like of course yeah but I feel like we're always dressed like properly you're right but yeah. definitely not sorry for you you guys you guys do some atrocious stuff. <laughs> what, what's wrong with our style no, I'm not saying you guys specifically I'm saying I'm talking general I'm talking US yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen people Oh my god! It might be our university, but I've seen people. All, I might have seen, no, that, I've seen that's, people. That's everywhere. That's everywhere. Yeah, I've seen people everywhere put those fucking socks on with those flip flops. I'm like, bro, <laughs> you can't go out with that, bro. Like here, they'll shoot like you. Like the, the thong flip flops, the thong flip flops. Yeah, right. No, Not slides. Like, I, I, like no, the one with no. the toe. Yeah. No. no. Okay. You socks with those, yeah, that's that's unacceptable. You cannot do that. Like, I don't. I really sure. don't care who you are. That's unacceptable. You can't do. Yeah. That. Well, <laughs> yes. you are in Nashville too, so like, what do you think about like the honky tonk gear and like cowboy hats? Cowboy I hats. To, cowboy I, hats. I, I had to get used to that, bro. Like, yeah. I, I felt like I was in a movie at first. <laughs> <laughs> I see people putting on those cowboy hats and cowboy boots, and I'm like, where where did I end up? In the far west, uh, <laughs> like. Where, where am I? Is this a movie or something? Like, I don't know. Where am I? But uh, I just have to get used to it. I mean, yeah, I'm, definitely. And you, what are you? Are you indifferent about it? Do you do you like I it? Just, do you think I just accept it? Cool? I don't. I yeah, don't agree it's not with something it. you would like, wear, maybe. But no, no, I definitely wouldn't wear but it. But you're okay Kyle, with it. I definitely would not wear I, it. I know you wouldn't wear it. I know. Yeah. So because I when I it, it happened, I happened to see friends of mine that I can. I mean, you, you know me. I can if I think something, I most of the time I'll say it. There's very few things I I I'm shy to say. So uh, one of my friends once he he wore those boots, and I just looked at him. I'm like, Brett, you are so much better than this. Like, this does not represent you. Like these things. And he's of course Brett Royster. Shout out. Uh, shout out Royster. Uh, he's a farmer boy, but you know. Still, he's he's much better than that. That's not how you get girls, Brett. I mean, if it is, good for you, but my God. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Um, Kiko, thank you for coming out. Thank you for sharing. Thank you guys so much. It's always good to talk to you guys. Yeah, I I think everyone's going to really enjoy this. Um, I really hope so. I really hope so. You guys are doing an amazing job. We appreciate it. Take care. Be safe uh, in the lockdown there. Take care of yourself, and we'll see you back in the U.S. in a couple weeks. Thank you so much, boys. Thank you so much. Happy New Year, uh, because I won't see you guys. Yeah, to you as well. Make sure to enjoy this New Year's, all right? Definitely. All right. right. Take care. See you, boys.